Hey, yo, welcome back to another edition of AFK Discussions. It's your boy, Jason, and with me, as always, is my homeboy, Ty. What up, dude? Yo, Jason, my boy. What's going on, man? Not much. Getting over some sickness. Man, the sickness just keeps hitting me. I don't know. It's like I got this cold, and I just can't seem to shake it, and it's like a lingering cough and stuff, so it's, it is no bueno. Well, definitely like the weather change, right? Because it, it's cold at night and it gets warmer during the day, like 70s. And then like you're out and about in the mornings and it's like 40. So it's understandable how. And two, I think like people are getting like flu season. I've heard of a, a few people getting COVID. Um, our, it's obviously like RSV season. Of, of course, me and Caitlin are up to date on all the when each baby sickness season is like coming about. Right. And so we've not taken Elias out at all. And we try to only take him for walks when it's like above 70 degrees and stuff outside. So, um, and you have three kids, right? So like three kids that are like in elementary school. Yeah. And, and wait, are they, are they going into middle school? soon? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're in fifth grade. So next year, fifth grade. Okay. They're in fifth grade. That's what I thought. But anyway, that, that kind of like, uh, makes the makes the situation worse, right? Because I feel like kids just being around other kids and not washing their little hands and just bring home the sickness, right? So you could have caught palpitus of the pump from, you know, who knows? Yeah, all our money. Yeah. Well, they had it. They were sick. I think Rory was sick first. He had like a sore throat and stuff. Yeah. That's where it all started from. I knew who the culprit was, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know. Yeah. But no, Dan, it's been, you know, it's been a rough couple of weeks. Um, yeah, man. I don't know if you guys listened to the last episode, um, but we did experience a loss in the AFK Discussions family. So, um, we, you know, we didn't record last week. Um, so there's that and there's, you know, the holidays are, are going on and, and work and just like. It's been a it's been a rough couple of weeks. Season changes, people getting sick. Um, so, but getting laid off from your job, you know. Ah, man, all this stuff. Dude, it's uh, it's been a rough time. It's it's definitely been a rough time. But we're making it through. We're headstrong, keeping our heads up, keeping positive attitudes. That's right. Um, and you know, keeping the podcast fun and light for you guys and um. Got some, we got some cool stuff going on, right, Jason? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, guys. Um, last night, um, you know, your boy Phil from Exploring with Phil was in town, and um, he invited us to go out on a little, a little expedition. And uh, sadly, Ty had uh, other obligations, but I went out with Phil, and dude, it was weird. Like I said, like I told you, Ty, I don't think you could have handled it, dude. It was very strange. Yeah, definitely. From what the what you've told me um like especially like not to give anything away guys but like physical aspects of stuff um is super creepy to me yeah so like i've just i'll give you a, a few little things that nuggets of what happened um i'm probably not going to go into the second night stuff i'll leave that for the video but the first night we went um it was strange cuz if you anyone watched the first video you know, we had a lot of responses on the um, spirit boxes and EVPs and word banks um, knocking on walls. But when we went in there, it was it was like eerily quiet, like nothing was wanting to communicate at first. And we got, I mean, just a few hits. Um, we started out in the cabin where we got the devil worship. Um, EV- oh, the one that last time. Yeah. Yeah. That's the cabin we started in. And then um, we left there and went into the cabin next to it, the one with the fireplace. And um, it felt so weird in there. Um, just like a heaviness. And I, I, we walked in there and I was like, Phil, it's like, it's so quiet in here. It's deafening. Like, you know that sound, like if you're in a room where it's like super quiet, and oh, yeah. it almost, almost sounds like white noise. You can almost hear your own breathing. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm talking there. And I said that and feels like, dude, I, I feel the same way. It was super weird. Um, Remind yeah. me, when when was the last time Phil was here? Was it because it was kind of chilly last time? Yes, it, it was about six months ago. It was in the six months ago. Yeah. Okay, it was during, okay. Like, 
It's doing like spring back break area. So yeah, yeah, yeah. right before it started warming up. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So I am. I would imagine too that it was like pretty cold. Yeah, it was like uh, around thirty nine degrees last night. Yeah, that's um, pretty pretty cold. Friday night it was a little warmer. It was like in the low sixties, uh, upper fifties. So it wasn't that bad. Okay. But um, yeah, man, it was strange. A lot of uh, cold chills. Um, uh, one going into one cabin, I felt like I couldn't breathe. Like, like it was almost like I was uh, being suffocated. What? Yeah, yeah. I I was like, dude, I cannot, I can't catch my breath. It's so weird. Um, then we went in that cabin. It's ca- it's cabin number thirteen, and um, it it was it was weird. Like in when we got in there, it, both of us got like really like cold chill, like like goosebumps all over us. It was, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about it. It was really strange. And then, um, I'm, I'm not going to, this is a little bit of a spoiler. I'm not going to let you know what, what actually went on in night two, but, um, I called some people and, uh, they were like, yeah, pretty much cabin 13 is the one where they get a lot of like evil presences. Um, and and it gets it gets strange all night too. And that was that was what I was gonna ask. Was like, was it more ominous than the first time we went? Did did it yeah. did the vibe feel really different? Yeah. And, and did it feel different because it was just you and Phil, or did it feel different because like for me, it would feel spookier with just two people, right? Yeah. Like if me and you went, obviously it would feel way spookier than like when me, you, Phil, and and his fiance went. Yeah. So it wasn't. It wasn't that. Um, it was. It felt like like a, a presence was around. You know, like we were being watched, and it was because you know Phil goes. He goes into the Huckamuck Swamp, which is right Bridgewater Triangle, like one of the, the most haunted places in New England. He goes there all the time by himself, and he that was crazy. Me, yeah. He was telling me that that's the first time he's ever felt that way was when we're when we were up there he's never felt like scared or um that sort of like emotions going on outside of the time he thought a wolf was, yeah yeah was yeah there. which <coughs> sorry guys for the cough um but yeah so we we left elkmont right we stayed there for a couple hours and um oh also my battery on my camera died a few times so that was weird. Um, hopefully, I have enough footage. Um, if not, Phil may have to just do the whole thing, and I just, you know, he can tag us in it. Um, but yeah, so uh, my camera died a few times. We went back to Gallenberg, and we're sitting there. We we went live on um, on Instagram just to you know talk about the experiences we just had, and a bear like walks up to the car. I mean, like within feet. I mean, it, it looked into my eyes. <laughs> it was so weird. We were freaking out. There's a bear. Um, so after the bear, uh, so we went to the Roaring Forks Motor Trail, and that's it's another notorious hot spot. It's, supposedly, there is a lady in white that walks the road at night. That's we not creepy. Yeah, it's not creepy at all, right? <laughs> I wouldn't have got, as soon as you would have been like, uh, there's a bear out there. I'd have been like, well, you guys have fun. Yeah, I'm going to chill in the car. Yeah. So we drove up there, right? And um, there's a cabin. It's called the Bud Ogle Cabin. And it's supposed to be haunted also. So we get out and uh, we decided to walk up there. But we were also, we were also sketched out because we just saw the bear. Sure. So we were more, we were more afraid of wildlife than the supernatural at this point. But we were like, we're there, we got to go. So we went down to the cabin, and dude, if you remember our last episode with the Smokies of Forgotten Spirits, something they said to us happened, and I have never, ever experienced that in my life. Phil and I were standing there talking, and Phil's like, dude, I can hear myself echoing out of the forest. And I was like, what? And he was like, he said, hey. And I was like, hey, 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 hey. I was like, holy crap. And remind me, the forest isn't supposed to echo. Right? No, no, not at all. Okay. 
And then I, I, you know, yelled and got an echo too. It's very uh, weird. I think the forest, and I think we, we've talked about this plenty of times, but like the forest is like an overly creepy vibe for me. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, especially for like hauntings and like, because I, I don't know, like, I feel like things like, I'll give you a good example. So, um, like it, right. Like yeah. where the house is kind of in the center of town, there's houses around it. That's less scary. Right. I try to tell my wife all the time, like, first off we have multiple guns in our house right but like if somebody was to like come in here like you could run out to the street scream at the top of your lungs and people are going to come outside yeah right like you i think you're a lot more safe here than you would be in a woods especially like so like bud bud ogle cabin like that even sounds super scary yeah and i'm sure it's like a cabin in the middle of the woods there's no other nothing around and i've always thought about stuff like that it's like if there was a lady in white walking or an ominous spirit or something was to happen, like Mm -hmm. you would get possessed and, or physically harmed or die at the the worst die. And dude, nobody would find you forever, dude, because you're just out in the middle of nowhere. That is a scary thought. Well, the one thing, I mean, the roaring forks is kind of a big attraction, like for people to drive down. So, and it's only like, um, maybe a two minute walk. To the cabin it's not right on the road is but it's it's just right off there so um but we didn't have self-service <laughs> but yeah it was it was super super creepy and just like i said we the animal thing scared us more than anything so um we went we didn't went down we walked through the cabin um and then it kind of we kind of switched steam we were like talking started talking about bigfoot and so we did some Bigfoot whoops and stuff into the forest. That was kind of fun. What is a Bigfoot whoop? You know, the whoop, whoop, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Supposedly that's what, you know, Bigfoots do. Um, so we went back to the parking lot and we, we started like, because so we could be closer to the car. Just sure. in case uh, animals show up. So we started doing an investigation just in the parking lot because, you know, there's supposed to be, you know, the lady in white that walks down the road. So we did like a, you know, EVP, EVP session. We did um, spirit box just, you know, sitting in the trunk of the trunk of my car. Um, walked around the parking lot. There's a big drop off on one side of the parking lot. So we went over there, shining flashlights and just see if we seeing if we could see anything. Um, so we got in the car. And decided to head back to town. Um, and two minutes down the road, we saw a wolf. And I was like, dude, that's a wolf. And we're like, was it a coyote or is it a wolf? I mean, it looked more like a wolf than a coyote to me. And uh, so we like we rolled up on it and it kind of got off the road. And I drove by and I stopped. And it, it came back on the road. So I backed up. And then we noticed there wasn't one wolf. There was two. And they were like, well, you know, they're pack animals. So I'm sure there's more than, than two. And it was, it was literally like two minutes from where we were at. Um, two minutes driving. So, I mean, you know, not that far. And um, we we're like, man, you know, because we're doing all those whoops and just making noise in the parking lot. I was like, I wonder if we were calling these things in. And, you know, if we stuck around, you know, these wolves would have rolled up on us, you know, which would not. That's, that's crazy scary to even think about. Like wolves, like wolves are like a big deal. Yeah. Which I didn't even know there were wolves in the smoky. That might sound stupid, right? But like, of course, I know there's coyotes and black bears and things like that. But like, what kind of wolves are in the smokies? I'm going to look it up right now. Because, because I don't, I don't think I've ever, I guess that's one of the things where like, the rattlesnake thing. Like I've heard a bunch of, yes, there is rattlesnakes. No, there's not rattlesnakes. I, I don't know. Right. It says there are no longer wolves in the Smoky mountain due to the, due to the high uh, competition for food. But these dudes, I mean, they look like wolves. It didn't look, did not look like a, um, a coyote. coyote? No. They had to be coyotes. Of course, they say there's no black panthers in the, uh, Smokies either, and a lot of people. Well, I'm looking at pictures of coyotes, so it it does sort of look like 
it could have been a coyote. Um, now that I'm looking at these pictures, but I don't know. Black mountain lions are a thing. Yeah, I'm apparently. sure they exist. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, they're not supposed to be in the in the Smokies. But there are mountain lions in the Smokies, right? Yeah. So it looked just like this. Do you see that picture I'm showing you? Let's see what you got here. Guys, I know you guys can't see what we're cooking up here. Um, But let's see. So it says koi wolf. So it may be a hybrid of. Oh, I see. Maybe a hybrid of coyote and a wolf. That's exactly what it looked like, like a gray wolf. I mean, it. if you saw that, you'd say that's a wolf. <laughs> yeah, I might say that's a wolf. Yeah. I might say that's a wolf. But yeah, like, because I've heard a ton of times that like, oh, there's no wolves in the Smoky Mountains. Yeah. I don't know. Obviously, there's like wolves in the Midwest um, and things like that. But like, I don't know. Are there any wolves on this side of the country? Yeah, I mean, there used to be a bunch of wolves in the Smoky Mountains. That's what the, the article just said I was reading. Um, is They left because of too much competition for food. What kind of wolves? Red wolves or something? Um, I guess. I'm not sure. I closed the article. so Co- Competition with what, though? I guess bears and coyotes and whatever okay. else. I, mean, I guess that makes sense. And, too, there, we live in, like, a... a an area where there's like a high population of like hunters and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so that could be a contributing factor too. I mean, I don't hunt, but like my father-in-law and like, like my father-in-law, my um, soon to be brother-in-law and my brother-in-law all went on a hunting trip. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely not part of that group. Yep. That's a crazy that you've seen the animals. Like, I just feel like you guys had like a really, really spooky, weird experience. It was hundred percent. And you can plead the fifth on this, but like, I assume that you guys had firearms in the park. I did not. We did. I mean, Phil didn't bring anything. There's no way I'd be out there with no gun. I mean, I was thinking about taking mine, but I'm still kind of leery about the legality of firearms in the Smoky Mountains. Um, I just, I just, you know, I'm trying to get a job and I don't want to be a felon. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So I did not take a gun. Interesting. I probably would have like, eh, I don't know. Like, I feel like you can bring it in your car. Like you can obviously have it in your car. Yeah. Right. I would have at least done that. Yeah. But that you know, that's just me. The but it sounds like it's gonna be a crazy wild ride of a video. Yeah, yeah, I think so. If everything you know, if all the I, I haven't watched all the video yet. I, I just um imported it today. Um but hopefully all the video turned out because you know, like I did say my camera shut down a few times, so I don't know what all happened to the footage. It's crazy. I mean, I, I'm excited to watch it. Like, I, I'm if I'm excited, I know the listeners are excited. I hope so. I, ho- I hope it turned out good. And I felt horrible. And Phil, if you're listening, um, it, I'm so sorry that I couldn't join you guys. Like Jason said, I had other obligations, or I would have been there. But I'm super stoked to watch it. Yeah, yeah, it should be good. But I mean, he, he's planning on coming back. So, yeah, there's <laughs> always a, there's always a next time. Always the next time. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, it, it was, it was fun. So, and then of course we got, um, other people who want to go out with us and do some things. Um, so that, and we also, um, when I went live, um, another podcast messaged me about, um, doing kind of a, um, a cross cast that I guess, you know, we were, we come on their show and they come on our show and we talk. So that, um, more details to come on that. Be interesting. Yep. So let's get into this. What do you think about the hollow earth? Dude, hollow earth theory, dude. I first, the first thing I want to say about hollow earth theory is that boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be talking about fictional characters. I'm going to be talking about stuff that's not real. And I think that some of you know what I'm talking about, 
right? But it's more so a discussion of creatures that we think might exist. Um, but yeah, hollow earth theory. But um, also, I'm, I'm going to say the hollow theory, but there is some like factual writings also about the hollow earth. Let me just go ahead and put that out here. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously. But I'm, I, I, I definitely want to talk about hollow earth theory as a whole. Uh, when it was quote unquote founded, right? When was yep. the theory uh, or the, I want to say organization because there's also like, I don't know. I feel like the flat earthers kind of believe in hollow earth as well. Right. Yeah. So like, I definitely feel like an organizational movement or um, ideology of a singular group of people. Obviously, I want to talk about those people when when people brought up Hollow Earth. What are the possibilities of Hollow Earth being a real thing? If it is, how would we access it? So on and so forth. Yeah. Um, but with that being said. Um, Apparently, hollow earth theory actually um, came about in the early 1800s mm-hmm. by, by a guy named John Simes. Okay. Um, he was an American. But, all right, and we, we talked about this before, too, right? How is it always Americans finding this stuff? I don't know. That, that's like, it, come on, man. I feel like it's what was the guy's name? We've talked about what was the guy's name who found the pyramids here? Oh, um, the, the art, the guy who the, the found the, the, the thought he found the ark. Oh, um, Ron Dark of the Covenant, Ron Wyatt. And wasn't he like an FBI agent or something? Um, he was a doctor, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, this guy doesn't say whether he was a doctor or not. Um, but he was convinced, uh, about the hollow earth theory. He theory itself, um, formed, you know, that the earth was made up of multiple crust and all these things. Right. Like, but modern geology, is it geology or would it be paleontology? Um, the study of earth is geology. Geology, right? Okay. Yeah. So I'm not crazy. So. Um, now I'm going to look up a, a diagram of the earth. Uh, so I'm sure you guys hear me tippity typing over here. Tippity typing. Uh, tippity typing. We're going to look at a little uh, drawing of the earth, if you will. Not many scientific terms on the chart that I looked up, uh, but there is several layers, right? So... The outside layer that we live on um, that is at the bottom of the ocean and things like that is called the crust of the earth. And then underneath that is a ton of rock and dirt called the uh, lithosphere. And then below that is a very, is a much warmer um, pocket uh, in the earth called the asynthiosphere. Um, And then Below that is the mantle, then the outer core, and then the inner core. Obviously, the inner core of the Earth being, um, you know, lava. Or magma, I guess, is the the technical term. Magma. Um, So, obviously, people that believe in hollow Earth believe that the Earth, the diagram is a little bit different, right? The Earth still has a crust. Uh, and they believe that crust is, and, and when I say they guys, I'm, uh, it's very generalized term. Obviously, I'm sure there are people that have different theories about hollow earth and um, where it might be and how they might access it. Um, but I'm going to talk in very generalized terms here. But the generalized um, hollow earther believes that the crust is 800 miles thick and that below that crust, um, you will find... Um, what is the hollow earth, which would be, uh, the lithosphere. Um, let's talk about viability first. I feel like that's kind of where I want to start with this. Okay. How, and and, uh, again, this is folks, if you're a geologist, dude, I need some input from you guys for sure. 
800 miles thick crust. I don't even know if we could even penetrate that today. Yeah, I don't know like how 800 miles, that is crazy. Yeah, I don't know how far they have dug, but I mean there is a huge hole in Russia they've been digging for years and years and years. But I don't know how far they've gotten. I mean even I mean even when you're talking about like the deepest parts of the earth like the Mariana Trench and all that stuff and everybody is like, "Ah, oh, the Mariana Trench." Yeah. Like that is only a couple miles. Yeah. It, it, uh, maybe not even a couple of miles. Maybe it's, you know, they usually measure it in meters. Um, let's see. And didn't James Cameron go to the bottom? I think, I think he did. Yeah. Isn't that like the thing? Mariana Trench is. Uh, let's see. It's fifteen hundred miles in length. Um, the width is forty three miles, and then the depth is. Uh, let's see. I don't know how to. What is a plus sign with a? <laughs> forgive me, guys. I need to go back to elementary school. What's the plus sign with this line underneath? I mean. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> Just so, tell me how deep it is. I, I looked this up. So the Cola thirty five thousand feet Cola Cola Super Deep Borehole. Um, it's nine inches in diameter, but they've dug down or drilled down forty thousand two hundred and thirty feet. Um, and it's taken almost twenty years to reach that depth. Um, I think it's seven forty thousand. Yeah, forty thousand feet? feet. Yeah, that's nothing. I know. That's like eight miles. They have to go literally 792 more miles. Yep. That's crazy. Okay. So with that being said, I don't even know how this theory would come about because 800 miles thick, that doesn't make any sense. Like how could you even, I can't even fathom that. Yeah. Like that's, you're telling me it's as thick as me driving to California. That's insane. Yeah. Okay, so uh, obviously, I I don't think. Okay, let me preface this. I think humans are very capable creatures. I think that we are capable of a great many things. Yeah. Um, one of those things could be digging, but I don't think we're focused on technology that you know focuses on us trying to dig eight hundred miles into the earth now yeah. do i even think that's possible i don't know um i i don't know how much pressure is applied so like obviously dirt is different than water right yeah. because water liquid and there's pressure all around like depending on how far you go down because the weight of the water above um but that isn't necessarily true when you're talking about dirt. And then on, honestly too, like once you get, I don't know, I'd say once you get a mile down, it's just nothing but bedrock. Yeah. I would say, I mean, bedrock or, I mean, if there's like lava tubes, you know, the, the tunnels, the, magnet, yeah. you know? Yeah, for sure. So like, Bedrock, I think, is sturdy enough for you to like dig the hole. But here's here's what my brain can't cover. Where would all the the dirt and stuff go? Yeah, like it can't go behind you. Like, I I I I would feel like the vehicle that would do this, the drill would be massive, and the vehicle itself would be small. And uh, excuse me, the dirt would get dispersed around the vehicle. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, it would have to be powered by like nuke, like it would have to be nuclear powered. That's the only way, right? That it would have enough power to even go that far. And then how you would have to find a substance that wouldn't, that wouldn't like degrade by drilling through bedrock. Yeah. 
which I don't even know. Everybody, you know, diamond tipped, blah, blah, blah. But it would have to be one solid diamond, though, like big old solid diamond, which is not even a thing, I would assume. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Uh, usually the diamond tip stuff is they use like, um, I want to say like diamond dust, not like diamonds as we think of jewelry diamonds, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know exactly on that. But I, I the only thing I know about digging holes is by watching the um, Oak Island show. And those guys, they drill down, you know, hundreds of feet, and then they'll they'll hit bedrock, and they can't drill any further. So I mean, yeah, because that stuff's like hard. Yeah, because it's under immense pressure. Yeah, right. And so I don't, I don't even know how you could come up with a theory like this. Are you just like sitting in a boat one day in the eighteen hundreds and be like, you know what? There's got to be something below this. Maybe I don't know. Let's use a. a a, a metric of measurement, a mile, 800. Yeah. That sounds reasonable. Like is how, that like what's happened here? How thick the crust is of the earth? That that theory, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know how they came up with that. Because like, for me, it would seem like, well, I'll say this, right? Maybe it is a thing because we couldn't recreate the pyramids today. Yeah. Not in the amount of time that like, I heard something crazy because there's, because there's how many blocks in the pyramid? There's millions of blocks in the pyramids. Yeah. Um, but there was like this thing where he was like, um, there's like umpteenth million blocks in the period. It would take us, you know, 200 years or 300 years. It was something crazy. Yeah. Because some of these things weigh so much. And to like get them down with the precision and stuff, in which we've we've talked about this a hundred times on here, right? But like, the, long story short is nobody knows who built the pyramids. Um, maybe those people had the technology to uh, dig into the earth. Yeah. Maybe. Be- well, here's the thing too, right? It's it's like if the deepest we've ever drilled is let's just let's just say it's optimistic i don't know what i don't know how deep we've drilled before but let's say 100 miles which i don't even think is a real thing yeah how the hell do we have diagrams of the earth yeah like how do we know there's magma in the center of the earth yeah i don't know it's i mean it's all speculation i think and so like that makes me think like what if there is a hollow earth like we don't know anything really no uh and now i gotta google deepest hole ever drilled or dug it's the not i don't know about dug but the the deepest one drilled is the cola borehole cola oh yeah i see it cola super deep borehole yep it is twelve thousand meters which you said forty eight thousand. yeah so that's, yep. that makes sense forty eight thousand. okay so, yeah, you're telling me we've only dug eight miles into the ground and then I can bring up a diagram of the earth and they're saying that it's magma in the center? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense now that I think about it. And up until five minutes ago, if you would have asked me, I would have been 100% sure. Yeah. And then somebody could have been like, okay, well, how do you, how would we know? We've never dug that far. I'd be like, wait, what? Yep. And then I'd have to sit there and think about it and use my brain and be like, you know what? You're right. We have never dug that far before. Well, you know what? Another strange thing is, is there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of legends about, um, hollow earth, like, um, the, what is it? Um, gosh, I just lost it. I want to say Zavala, but that's not, that's <laughs> Zavala, the new from destiny. That's from destiny. Yeah. Um, Shangri-La. The, the, in, um, was it Tibet? And that's supposed to be like in, like, through caves and stuff and in, inside the earth. Um, if anybody's seen the, what is that, the Marvel movie? Um, Shang-Chi. Shang- yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of go into like a 
inner earth kind of thing. That's definitely one of the better ones. Yeah. I think Marvel movies. Um, and then also in, in, even in the Bible, they talk about it. They talk about, you know, um, Sheol is that, you know, Sheol is under hell. Yeah. Like under yeah. In the earth. Yeah. Yeah. And then, apparently that's where, that's where the devil first fell. Yeah. Was Sheol. And then wow. like, see, I, I, I looked up some stuff. So in Ephesians four, nine, it just says that he ascended. What does it mean? But the, he has also descended into the lower regions of the earth. So, um, Doesn't it say a lot about the sea, though? Isn't that like the big thing? Like the devil's domain is like the ocean. I don't know. I have... in, in Revelations, I'm pretty sure that's where it says like the four horsemen come from, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And like um, the first time Legion shows up in the Bible, um, possessed, you know, Jesus cast out the demon. It it uh, went into some swine and then they ran off the cliff into an, into the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, so like I'm pretty sure and there's other there's other um examples or I don't want to say examples, that's stupid. There's other um I don't know why. I am so scatterbrained tonight. Do you feel that way? Um just a little bit, but I think it's because I'm still getting over being sick. I don't know. God, guys, dude, we take one week off and your boy Ty is losing his mind over here. Uh, reference. It's reference, not 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 example. Reference. Jeez, I don't know why I couldn't think of that word. Yeah. Um. Anyways, there's other references in the Bible that you know that indicate that that the ocean is Satan's realm. Um. Anyways, sorry to interrupt, interject there. Keep going. Um. I was just. I'm just looking through all these Bible verses I looked up. Um. I just typed in um, hollow earth in the Bible. <laughs> What a Google search. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of references like under the earth. And um, I'm, I was trying to find a certain passage about, um, it, it talks about Satan and how he, he wanders to and fro inside the earth. Um, here's a, this is, I'm, I'm just going to read this. I, I I don't. I just saw it. Um, a glance. It's, it's Judges fifteen nine. It says and God split open the hollow place that is at Lehi, and water came out from it. And when you drink, it's pretty. Okay, I don't think that has anything to do with the hollow earth. But yeah, <laughs> I just saw split open the hollow place. Well, I just. So now I'm starting to question everything. Yeah. Right. Like. We don't know anything about this rock that we live on. No, not really. We don't know anything about the ocean. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if you comp- if you put all the research that man has ever done on a on a table, the table is going to be huge. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there's so much unknown that, like, we don't know. There's so much of the oceans that are unexplored. Who's to say? In a hundred years, we don't go, oh my God, we found a lost city in the ocean. It's full of gold and treasure and riches and and technology. There's a ship down here. Right? Yeah. Because we, we've not explored, you know, some stupid figure. I'm sure it's changed since I've, you know, I, I think I've been saying the oceans are 70% of the world. We've only explored 20%. You know, yeah. I've been saying that since I was in middle school or something crazy. Um, so I'm sure it's, it's different now, but like we, there's, there's so much undiscovered land. There's so much undiscovered oceans. We have never tunneled into the earth. Like, I I don't understand. Now it makes me question why, like we look to the stars when we don't even know anything about what, where we are now. Yeah. hundred percent. And it's like, oh, there's got to be another planet. Like, Elon Musk, man, we're going to go live on Mars. See, we don't know anything about Earth. I know, right? We, we could save this place. Like, maybe. I, I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but I, I, it just makes me question. So, all right, let's, let's move past. Okay, so 
I'm going to run with the assumption that hollow earth could be a real thing because we don't know otherwise. Yeah. Right. Um, with that being said, do you think that it would be an inhabitable place? Okay. So. Cause it doesn't get sunlight. Yeah. So he, here's the thing that this is like, I think it's more than folklore. It, it says it's a folk story, but um, apparently there's like more to it than just that. Um, there's people who, uh, you know, were living and actually saw these, these kids. So there is a legend, I'll call it a legend of the green children of Woolpit that happened in England. Um, so apparently um, this farmer, I'm going to, I'm going to paraphrase cause uh, I haven't read the story in a long time, but, um, but I, just look it up and I'll, I'll just give you the gist of it. So there's a farmer and he saw these two kids wandering in the forest and they were completely green, right? Like their skin was green. And so he um, took them home and they, they spoke a language that he wasn't um, familiar with. It was un- unintelligible to him. Um, let me read this. The feral, feral children were taken to the village where they were eventually accepted into a home of a local landowner, Sir, Sir Richard D. Uh, Caney at Wilkins. The children would not eat food presented to them, even though they appeared to be starving. Eventually, the vil- villagers brought them round recently harvest, harvested beans, which the children devoured. They survived on only beans for many months until they acquired a taste for bread. The boy became sick and soon succumbed to his illness and died, while the girl remained in good health and eventually lost her green-tinted skin. Over the coming years, she learned how to speak English and was later married to a man at Kings Lynn in the neighboring county of Norfolk. According to some accounts, she took the name Angie's Bar. I guess that's how you say it, B-A-R-R-E, Angie's Bar, Bar, I don't know. Um, And the man she married was an ambassador of Henry II. Although the details have not been verified, after she learned how to speak English, she relayed a story of their origins. The girl reportedly said that she and her brother came from a strange underground land, which she called the land of St. Martin. In there, there was no sun, but a potential perpetual twilight like um, perpetual twilight period like them all the inhabitants inhabitants of St. Martin's land lived underground were green like them and she described another luminous land that she could see across a river the girl explained that her and her brother were looking after their father's flock when they came upon a cave um, on entering the cage, they wandered through the darkness for a long time until following the sound of bells, and they came out the other side, entering, in, entering into the bright sunlight, which they found themselves um, staring at. Um, it was then they were found by, this is the reapers, so I guess the people who were, you know, reaping their crops. Sure. Um, but yeah, that's that's the story of the children of Woolpit, green children of Woolpit. That is so like even if they wandered from like hollow earth, they would have after gone a long ways. Yeah. I mean, maybe not, right? Like we've only drilled four miles down. Yeah. Or what did I say before? Forty eight, no, eight miles. You know, what if it's only two more miles? Who knows? Yeah. He doesn't yeah. know. But like there could be closer areas. Like, have you seen that cave in I think it's in China, where it has like a whole ecosystem and trees and stuff growing in it. Yes, I have seen that. Yeah. So maybe which is like that. which is so crazy, and and it's like even even we have cool cave systems here in Tennessee. Like the Lost Sea is like pretty cool. Yeah. Right. I mean, you feel like you're under the earth when you're really not that far down. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine 
being like real, real deep. Yeah. But with that being said, like I, man, it, this, this conversation makes me like want to talk about a lot of other stuff. So the next question, all right, let's talk about like creatures or, or animals or things that can be down there other than people. Right. Like, do we think that the dinosaurs descended in there or is like, cause there's no confirmed theory. I mean, there's obviously there's theories about how the dinosaurs went extinct, but nothing's confirmed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause I mean, there's legends of dinosaurs living with humans all throughout history. There's paintings and stuff people found with people riding like brontosauruses and stuff. And so also, like in the Amazon, there's still till today, there's, Mokili Mbembe. It's a creature that's um, supposed to be like a plesiosaur or something living in the Amazon. And see, like, I feel like if there was like a meteor that hit the Earth that was able to kill all life on Earth, that just seems crazy to me. Yeah. Like, it killed all life on Earth but didn't destroy the planet entirely? Yeah. That seems like a super thin, razor thin line. That like, I, I don't know. And then there's like, and then also there's uh, there's theories about like how there wasn't a lot of micronutrients because of the ice age, and that killed the dinosaurs because they weren't able to have like proper food sources and things like that. Yeah. Um, but like, I always think like. Because they say that birds and like other animals can tell when something's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that makes me think like maybe what if the dinosaurs knew something was going to happen and then they they retreated into the earth somehow? Yeah. Well, according to the um, accounts of Admiral Bird, which I think I sent you some. Of, did you read any of that stuff or watching the videos? Did you send me some? Um, it was like a week ago. So you may have not seen it. I don't know. Anyways. So um, Admiral Byrd, he was a highly decorated admiral in the army, I think. Decorated uh, admiral in the army. And um, he was doing like scouting missions over the poles. Like he was the first one to, um, I think, fly across both the North and the South Pole. Um, So apparently the story goes that he was flying across the North Pole and he um, went into um, a cave almost. Um, and then he saw like an inner sun and he saw like mammoths running. Um, what? Yeah, yeah it, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, it, it, there's a lot of like he has a whole like diary you can you can buy like his like great grandson or something found it and like published it. Um, so he, he's also, um, one of the guys from like the map to Antarctica and there's all this stuff about him claiming that there's like places in Antarctica where there's no ice and it's like green and lush, um, down in Antarctica too. So. Which we don't know much about Antarctica as a whole either. I would assume like, it's just like. It, it's a barren wasteland, basically. There's nothing out there. There's no animals. There's no plants. There's no... At least, that's what we're led to believe. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not booking a flight to Antarctica. No. Well, I don't think you can. There's oh, no- I'm sure you can. Well, there's a thing called the Antarctic Treaty, and, um, like, no one's allowed there except for, like, researchers and stuff. Okay. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Look look up the Antarctic Treaty. Um, it might, maybe there is some lush stuff. Maybe that I don't know, man. I obviously, you know me, I'm a skeptic in everything. Like I don't I don't fully believe this stuff, but like the more we're talking about it and me thinking, hmm, we don't really know anything. Who's to say that there isn't hollow earth? Or what did these people know in the past that we don't know today? Yeah. Like, and I'm telling you right now, man. I'm in the office tomorrow. I'm going to find Caleb. Yeah. I'm going to go talk to one of our geologists at work. And be like, I need answers. Tell me. I know you covered this in school. How do we know there's magma in the center of the Earth core? 
how, how do we know? And and try to get some answers from from old Caleb. Yeah, but so okay. here we go. The Antarctic Treaty was ne- negotiated by twelve countries in 1959: Argentina, Australia, Belgium, Chile, France, Japan, New Zealand, Norway, South Africa, UK, USA, and Russia. The fundamental aim of the Antarctic Treaty is that Antarctica shall continue forever to be used exclusively for peaceful purposes and should not become the scene or object of internal discord. It prohibits military activity and allows for freedom of scientific investigation in in Antarctica to promote internal cooperation in scientific investigations in Antarctica and mandates detailed information to be exchanged. <coughs> Interesting. So yeah. yeah, you couldn't even go to Antarctica if you wanted to. There's no telling what's up. Everybody's worried about Area 51. What the hell's going on in Antarctica? I know, right? Dude, the more you know, man. The more you know. Um also there there is talk that um so this all happened in 1959. So there was talk that um, the Nazis had went down to Antarctica and like drilled down under the ice and made a base underneath the ice. And like after World War II, they like are all down there, like chilling. That would be insane. Yeah. And it's like, how do you? I, you know what, man? I think I changed my mind about what I would do with the lottery money if I won. I would, I mean, I would just, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go and land, but I would definitely hire like a plane that's made for that and sit in a cockpit and look out and see what, what the heck's out there. Yeah. I don't even think you can fly over. I think it's a no fly zone. How the hell would they know? I'm, I'm sure they have radar and all kinds of stuff down there. Well, sorry, we made a wrong turn in Albuquerque. Yeah, <laughs> we ended up in Antarctica. Man, that break but, that just brought back all kinds of uh, Bugs Bunny memories. But like, yeah, I think if I was a billionaire, I would just like throw money at like trying to find things out. Yeah, definitely. And and trying to to see things for myself. Yeah, but like, okay. So we read the story, you read the story about the children. Mm-hmm. And that makes me think, what if there is like species or like of, of animals or like whatever down there. Right. And obviously not like a super species of animal, like the Titans and Godzilla or anything like that. But yeah. like, obviously they would be larger animals because they would have micronutrients that were a, around millions of years ago. Yeah, I would assume would be down there. And so, you know, there's giant sloths and there's a bear. I know Joe Rogan is like obsessed with bears, but there's like a a long neck bear, long, tall bear, some, some type of bear that he's talked about before. Yeah. That was like, um, that occupied a stretch of land that basically stopped humans from crossing Mm. because they were like, crazy like the bears are just crazy big right but like we see that throughout the animal kingdom like older versions of modern animals were just huge in comparison oh yeah snakes birds alligators sloths bears i mean look at the theriozinosaur right it's like a freaking platypus meets edward scissorhands (laughs) like it's crazy and so I don't know. Like, I, I feel like if that place, if that place does exist, it's crazy dangerous. And I know that like people wouldn't want to hear this, but I think it would be something like King Kong skull Island type, like huge leeches and bugs and like, like just big animals. You know what I mean? Yeah. hundred percent. And so I feel like definitely it would be like a place, like a dangerous place, man. The more I think about it, dude, like we might as well live in the Stone Age. Yeah, true. I mean, really? Yeah, because like, I mean, 
we have really, the internet and social media. Yeah. But we really don't know what's going on. We don't know anything about the solar system. Like, obviously, we know stuff about solar system. But, like, I feel like everything, now that I'm thinking about it, is theoretical. Yeah. Like, nobody knows for sure. And it's like, we don't know anything about space. We don't know anything about the ocean. We don't know anything about the center of the Earth. We don't know anything about... We don't... (laughs) Honestly, we don't even know what dinosaurs look like. All we have is their bones. Bones, yeah. Like and and it just in recent times they're like actually dinosaurs were covered in feathers, right? Like yeah, everything's been procedurally generated based on theoretical hypothesis from the data that's available because we don't know nothing. Yeah, that is so crazy when you sit and think about it, dude. It makes it literally it makes me feel like we're in the Flintstones. Yeah, that's and, and don't get me wrong, I partake in the distractions of the modern technology. Like, I'm a gamer. I love it, right? Yeah. But who's to say, like, and, and now it makes me even more furious because it's like, if I was to say, oh, I believe in hollow earth, people would be like, you are stupid. And I'd be like, how? You believe that there's a core in the earth made up of magma or super hot whatever. Yeah. How do you know? Yeah, they can't. Because that's what you were taught in school. They can't disprove it. Man, that's so crazy. Like, how would we even access Hollow Earth? We don't have even close to... Like, it would have to be a naturally formed pathway. Yeah, like like a cave system or something, you know? It would have to be. It would have to be. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's like that cave system has to be located somewhere where nobody has found it or we have found it and we're just keeping people out, which is like, I've never understood the whole, oh, the government is hiding stuff from us. Like, why dude? Like, just, just like, I don't understand what the knowledge of that, like would, what the benefits of hiding that knowledge is. Like people saying, oh, the earth's flat and NASA and all these people, blah, blah, blah. don't want to tell us like, well. What is to gain? Like, I don't understand what's to gain from that. I mean, there's there's a bunch of different theories of of that, but I mean, we and we've talked about a couple of them, yeah, on the podcast. Guys, we're deep in podcast land. Like, we've done a lot of episodes. Yeah, yeah, we've done a lot. Like, and now it's to the point to where, like, man, I don't even remember some of the stuff we talk about. I know it's crazy, which right? is which is crazy to think about that we've been doing this for. This we've been doing it over a year. Over a year, yeah. That's crazy. Anyways, um, guys, I'm so sorry. I have like ADHD brain tonight. I'm scatterbrained. I'm all over the place. I'm questioning my own existence at this point because I feel like everything that I've learned in school, other than like language arts, is a lie. Yeah, like we don't know anything at all. It's all just speculation and guessing. And, I mean, and, there's a lot of information out there about Nazis in the Hollow Earth, like a lot. Um, I couldn't, like offhand, I, I didn't have time to dig into all that. I just, I'm, I'm going to bring up the bigger points, like Admiral Byrd and the the Green Children. But dude, there's a lot of stuff about Nazis hanging out in the middle of the Earth. So you guys need to check it out. We may have to do a part two to this. And call yeah, it, I think I think we'll have to. Yeah. Because like, and, and now I want to go do more research. Yeah, I want I want solid. Who thought what? How did they come to that hypothesis? So I think we should do a part two to this. <coughs> There's just too much information. Yeah, definitely too much information. We definitely need to revisit this because I think there's so much more to talk about. And um, like, gosh, I think there's also what is was there. Um. There's there's a story called the Smoky God. Um, it was written in gosh, I want to say I think it's 1908 or something like that. And it's about these this man and his son who they go like fishing, and they found find like a um, a cave that they they sell their boat into, and they uh, they see these. Um, 
planes, I think, or flying vehicles, and they have like swastikas on them. And uh, they go and they meet like I can't like an ancient civilization in there. Um, gosh, I cannot I can't remember it all right now. But I mean, it's it's called the Smoky God, and uh, it's an old story. But yeah, I, I need to I need to dig into that too. So yeah, so we'll definitely we'll we're definitely hit a part two on this, guys, because I I am I gotta know more. I I went in this with like a hmm kind of a oh this is a kind of a cool theory and a little bit closed minded like I usually am um, until I sit and think about it, and the more I sit and think about it, the more I'm um interested. Yeah, definitely. I think there's a there's a whole lot more to this. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll hit you guys with a part two. But like, guys, get out there, look up some of the stuff, look up, get some research together. Hit us up in the DMs. Hit us up with some reviews, some comments. We have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have YouTube. New YouTube video coming up soon, right? And very, very soon, yeah, very soon, right? So like, I want to, we want to know your thoughts on this, guys. And the more you interact with us, the better the podcast is going to be. That's right. If I'm not sick, because I mean, obviously, I don't have my energy like normal. Of course, I was up till 3 a.m. last night and then had to get up at 7 for church this morning. So, you know, I haven't had much sleep either. Well, Jason, I guess we'll we'll start to wrap it up and do the outro now. Um, I know that I just kind of shouted out and plugged our social media. Yeah, yeah, tell, yeah. tell, them, tell them where they can find us. Guys, you can find us everywhere. We are literally everywhere. Not literally, but. I mean, we have a TikTok. We don't really use it that much, but you can find us on there. Um, Instagram, Facebook, you know, like Ty said earlier. Also, wherever you listen to podcasts, if you're listening to this right now, if you're hearing my voice, then obviously you're listening to us on some sort of platform for a podcast. So while you're here, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Give us a five-star review because, you know, why not? I mean, it doesn't hurt to give us a five-star review. It doesn't hurt you. It does not, it's painless and quick and it helps us out. So that would be great if you could do that. Um, but also like we got some big stuff coming up in the future. Um, uh, I don't think we're, I'm ready to announce it right now, but I, I've been talking to Ty about it and I talked to the other person about it this past the weekend. Um, but uh, since Ty couldn't join us, we couldn't really discuss it in full, but um, yeah. So uh, guys stay tuned because uh AFK is getting real. It is, man. We're growing. The, you guys are making this possible. Um, you know, I think that the content that we're producing is pretty good, but obviously I'm biased. Um, but yeah, man, lots of exciting things coming, more content to come. Um, and we hope that you guys enjoy it and keep listening and, and yeah, and keep liking it. Yeah, dude. Keep liking it. Yeah, all right. Well, until until this part two. In a couple of weeks, uh, Jason. Yo. Peace. Peace, man. Shadows were the dead